You're listening to the Growpoint Devo podcast. Our mission is to glorify God by making disciples in the spirit of love. We hope and pray that this podcast will make a difference in your walk with God. Okay, Matthew chapter 5, verse 38 to 40. I want to read it to you, okay? Jesus said, You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, do not resist the one who is evil. But if anyone slaps you in the right cheek, turn to him the other cheek also. Very familiar. Verse 40. And if anyone would sue you and take your tunic, let him have your cloak as well. And if anyone forces you to go on one mile, go with him two miles. Give to the one who begs from you. And do not refuse to the one who would borrow from you going to talk about that tonight. So come, um, let's pray. Let's ask the Lord to speak to us tonight. Father God, we thank you so much that your word is alive. You are alive. You are God that is good. You are God that is gracious. As we come to the Sermon of the Mount tonight, this section, and it's a very hard saying for some of us, um, naturally, towards us, God. But Lord, enable us, give us wisdom to meditate and to just listen to your voice knowing that this is your inspired word and you have a direction, you have a wisdom for us to understand. Enable us by the power of your Spirit to humble ourselves to you tonight and to allow your word to speak directly to our hearts. I just want to pray for every one of us here, God. Encourage us, inspire us, and strengthen our faith in you. We just bring back all the glory and honor to you, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So, we are continuing our series. This is our series entitled inside out okay and this is inspired with the disney movie inside out i'm just kidding okay this is a sermon of the mount series to jesus and um in the sermon of the mount uh our main uh, subjects at teaching jesus is about the kingdom of god okay and i want to address some point before we go on okay uh, um, I want to clarify something because some of you may be in the misunderstood ninyo ang Sermon of the Mount. So, first clarification ako before mo dive in ko aning a passage. Uh, I want to clarify something that the Sermon of the Mount is not primarily addressed to anybody but specifically addressed to Jesus' disciples. Go back, go back. Jesus primarily uh, addressed niya ang yang teachings, the Sermon of the Mount, to His disciples. Okay? What his disciples? He is addressing to a Christian. He is addressing to a believer. You know, and I want to clarify that because especially Satua, welcome to the Philippines, and Philippines is assumed to be a Christian nation, right? Everybody is a Christian. Not everybody, but if you live in the Philippines and Philippines is a Christian nation, kung dili ka ing ading a religion or kung dili ka ing ading a it or kung dili ka Muslim, okay, it will automatically make you a Christian. And somehow we believe that Christian to be a Christian is somehow inheritance or okay, mom, mother, father is Christian, you are born in a Christian family, automatic you become a Christian. That's not true. That's not true, okay? According to the Bible, that's not Christianity. Christianity is not something that you inherited from your mother and father, okay? Because it doesn't mean that your parents is a Christian automatically maging Christian ga. Okay? And let me clarify, what is a disciple? What is a Christian? Okay? I want to ask this question, what is a Christian? A Christian, here's my definition, a Christian is someone who totally trusts, totally, 100%, trust in the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. In other words, for her, or for his or her salvation. In other words, ang usang kristuhanan is, wala siya nagsalig sa iyong kogalingon, wala siya nagsalig sa iyong religion, wala siya nagsalig sa iyong performance, anything that he or she has done, good works. But iyong total trust, iyong total dependence in terms of salvation, in terms of relationship with God, is on Jesus Christ, on His life, His death on the cross, and His resurrection. Diyatanan, nakabutang ang tanan niyang pagsalig. That's a Christian. Okay? And in that and as a result of believing that, it results in a life that is transformed, a changed life, a change of heart. Believing the gospel according to the Bible, believing the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ will result into a life change. Because God is doing a miracle in the heart of a person who believes in 
Christ. So, it is a, so that's what it means to be a Christian. You know, it doesn't mean nga, you come to a Christian church, automatically Christian ka. Like, if you come to Jollibee, you are not automatically be a hamburger, okay? Wala ka na himo hamburger, right? To be a Christian means to be changed from the inside out. To be a Christian means to trust in the grace of Christ and not on yourself. A Christian never thinks that way. The Bible says, a Christian says, I have nothing good to offer to God. The good that I have is the good that comes from Jesus Christ alone. That's a Christian. Are we clear? So Jesus Christ is addressing this teaching, the whole Sermon of the Mount, to a believer, to a Christian. If you are here tonight, dili ka sure kung Kristuhanan ba based on that definition, the first thing you need to do tonight is to trust in Christ. Because Jesus is inviting you not to trust on yourself, not to trust on any religion, but to trust on Him and in Him alone. On His life, death, and resurrection, which is a total package, a total payment for your sin. Okay? Maningkamot man ka mo bayad, di man kakabayad. Si Jesus Christ may nibayad sa imang utang ang dili ni mo ma bayara. And that is a good news. And that is the heart of Christianity. So if you're not yet a Christian, I pray that you come to Christ. I pray that you will not trust in yourself, but I pray that you come to Jesus. And then you will hear this teaching. But anyway, makalera gapon ka ng teaching, but if you're not a Christian, it's hard for you to apply this teaching. Because let me tell you, as we will dive into the teaching of Jesus and the Sermon of God, it is impossible. It is impossible unless you understand the gospel. The moment you understand the gospel, it makes sense why Jesus Christ is inviting us to do these certain commands. That makaingon mo kung atong stadihan. Shocking. Okay? Are you ready for a shock this afternoon? Very shocking, okay? Now, as we go on Southern study, so, I'm a Christian now. I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. I belong in His kingdom. The next important question that you ask is this, how then should I live my life? Diba? If I'm a Christian, if I've been saved by the grace of God, I've been saved by the grace of God, I've been a Christian, I've been a follower of Jesus Christ, how then should I live my life? Jesus answered that by giving us something in the Sermon of the Mount. These things, these teachings. That, uh, the way he answered that question is not directly. He answered that question by contrasting, by using a contrast statement. In other words, he explained how to live the Christian life, how to follow him by pointing some people. And then he's saying, in order to live, in order to follow me, you must not follow these people. And then he pointed out is on people in his day, which is, ang tawag nila is the Pharisee the religious leaders of the day. And the religious leaders of the day, the reason that gigamit ni Jesus Christ an illustration, a negative illustration, a negative example not to follow them, is because the way they follow God, or the way they believe God, limits them in a very external way. In other words, they think they're good because they don't do things and they do things. Focus kaya sila sa behavior. Focus sila sa rules, ritual, and routine. Focus kaya sila sa religion. They think that believing God or Christianity, sa tuwang nga side, Christianity is just is filled with those and don'ts. Bawal ni, buhato ni mo ni, bawal ni. And that is Christianity is all about. Is that Christianity? Most of you think Christianity is like that, di ba? Kristuhanan na ka, dapat inganin na ka, dapat imong buhok, dili mubo, taas na, okay? Dapat imong dress, dapat taas na, okay? Dapat don't smoke, dapat... And, and there's a place for that. But listen, Christianity is not primarily that. It doesn't mean, baga imong Bible, good Christian ka. It doesn't mean, nga, taas imong buhok, taas imong dress. Compared to everybody good Christian God, or you are really following the ways of Jesus. Jesus says, do not think spirituality or following me malimits him or action and rule of behavior. Jesus says, it's more than that. Christianity is a, is a, is a heart thing. It's a transformation of the heart. That's why nihatag siya mga example. Okay? Ang yung mga example, last time, I, I'm gonna review it a little bit, okay? So last time, you don't just avoid murder. The, the thing, the killing someone you avoid anger because anger is the root of murder that's why you see jesus if you're angry with someone that is equivalent with murder 
hate equals murder, anger equals murder. So as a follower of Christ in His kingdom, dapat imong thinking, dahilili external, nga, okay ko, kay wala ko naka-murder. Let me tell you, have you hated someone? Jesus says, every murder comes from anger. Every murder comes from hatred. A follower of Christ, wala ga focus sa external action, ga focus sa roots action, which is anger leads to murder. Ikatuan yung example is this, that don't just avoid adultery, physical action, if you're married to someone and then you commit adultery. Jesus said, that's don't just focus on that. Avoid lust because lust is the root of adultery. Lust is the root for immorality. So as a follower of Christ, you don't just say, I'm okay because wala ko nakakamit o immorality or adultery. Jesus said, you deal with your lust. Because listen, ikaw ra o gang nakabalo that you are imagining something that you should not imagine. So a follower of me deal with the lust in his mind. Okay? It's a heart issue, not external issue. Okay? Another example, in terms of marriage, you think that divorce is always an option. Let me tell you that in my kingdom, Jesus, divorce is never an option. Rather, be faithful to the covenant of marriage because God designed marriage for a lifetime. That's why be serious when you get married. Amen, right? Because listen, ang bulag is never an option. God created marriage as permanent. You can never unwind what God has made one Jesus said. And last time we talked about this thing. This about false swearing. As a Christian, as a follower in His kingdom, you don't just avoid false swearing. You don't just avoid that. You must be committed to the truth in your heart. You must be committed to a life of integrity. Because avoiding false swearing is just external. What is internal? What is the thing that God wants in our heart is a life, a heart, that has integrity. It is committed to speaking the truth. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. That's it. Don't promise anything because you are not in control of everything that you promise because as he said, promises are made to be what? Broken. In the kingdom of God, it's not. What you promise, you should fulfill. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. Now, if you... If you if you think about this, mayroon ko, grabiha po dahil ang standard, di ba? I mean, possible ba na? Mabuhat na ito na? Now, if that is the requirement of God to be in His kingdom, if that is the requirement of God for your salvation, can you be saved? That's why I tell you that is not the requirement of God. <laughs> because every hate is murder. You are a murderer. Every lust is adulterer. You are an adulterer. Do not think the Sermon of the Mount is requirement or the prerequisite to be a Christian. You never become a Christian by trying. You don't try to be a Christian. Christianity is always a gift. Christianity is not something you earn. It is something you receive through Jesus Christ. You know, it's not trying. to be a Christian. No, you don't. You're either a Christian or not. Star Wars do or do not there is no try you do or do not you are a Christian or you're not a Christian there is no trying to be a Christian you either receive the gift or you don't receive the gift there is no try you don't try to be a Christian it is a gift given to you by Jesus Christ amen you either receive that gift or not because listen it's impossible the standard is so high but when you became a Christian the standard is not lower. The standard is still high. And Jesus said, you live out. Not in order to become, because you're already what God expects you to be. Because you are righteous in what Christ has done for you, you live out righteousness that is not externalism, but a heart issue. And that's the reason that series is inside out. Because Christianity is not about rules, regulation, ritual, don't do this, don't do that. That's external things. Of course, but the primary issue is the heart. How's your heart? Do you really love God above everything? You know? But your heart is full of pride. See, Jesus desires humility more than anything. Okay? This is the issue that Jesus is releasing us. And these statements, if you study this, is a shocking statement. Okay? These are what we call that some pastors says when they come to this passage. These are statements, these are shocking statements of 
Jesus. And to be honest, it's shocking. Nashock mo ane wala. Okay, sige naman mo kadungogan eh, okay? Manang wala naman na shock, okay? But to be honest, if you if you study this, it's very shocking. Because anger is more there. That is shocking. <laughs> Who in the world will teach you that anger is equivalent shocking, is equivalent to murder? My goodness. Does Buddha teach you? Does Confucius teach you? Does any philosopher teach you like that? It's only Jesus. Right? I mean, lust is equivalent to that. Shocking, my goodness. And Karunyatong's statement is very shocking. Because let me tell you, Jesus is talking about something that is practical in our life and I think most of us experience this. So ang topic na doon, in light of this issue na gibuild ni Jesus is that this topic is about this. This topic is about retaliation or revenge. Let me ask you a question, okay? To set our hearts. How do you respond when someone does harm to you? Okay? How do you respond when someone does harm to you? Dili tayo harm nga, sumbagon ka, or physically harm you. Just verbally harm you. Okay? Emotionally harm you. How do you respond? Okay? Someone posted in Facebook against you. Dili jud, literally, mo nga lang, pero kabalo ko ka ikaw, gudi pa igawa ito sa Facebook na post, di ba? Kaya naman na-express tanal, ang Facebook na mo ng ranting page, di ba? Diyan na ka mag-express sa tanan mo ang kalagot. Ang imong gikalagutan kay followers sa imo ang feed, okay? May makita dyan na niya akong kalagot. I-post ni mo tanan. And someone posted against you, how do you respond? Or someone in your workplace backbite you, nadungga na ka, gipangtabi na ka, nanay-laing-laing mga story about you, how do you respond that someone backbite you? How do you respond? Let me tell you, you and I typically respond. Are you ready? You and I will, if someone posted <laughs> in Facebook against us, you will run and post against them as well, right? That's the typical human nature, that's typical human nature. You hate me, I hate you. You backbite me, I backbite you, right? Typical human nature. That's the way we respond. And of course, in Jesus' day, that's how people think. Because, listen, following Christ affects our relationship with one another. And I, my perspective is Jesus para sa tuwam. Now I answer si Jesus asking a question. How do you respond when someone does harm against you? How do you respond when someone hurts you, hurt you? You know, pasakitan ka. You know, either in your family, or either in your workplace, or either karaan mong lover. You know, may kasakit juga yung gibuhat sa kwa. How do you respond to that? How do you respond to that? Are you ready? Let's dive in. Here's how Jesus answered that. Okay. Verse 38, okay? Let's look at it. Wala ko outline na Let's just go look. Let's just look at the Bible verse by verse and explain it, okay? Verse 38, Jesus said, okay? He quotes a verse. You have heard it was said. This is an Old Testament law in the Jewish uh, Torah, in the Old Testament. You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth, okay? Now, this is the Old Testament law, and this law is called the law of retribution. Say the word with me, retribution. Ready, begin. Okay, the Old Testament law of retribution. What is the Old Testament law of retribution? I want to show you that this is from the Old Testament. In fact, the gun can is the Old Testament. But I want to highlight one verse in the Old Testament. It's Leviticus chapter 24, verse 19 to 20. Now, it's, 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 it's one of the first five books in the Bible in the Old Testament, okay? It's Genesis, Exodus, and then there's Leviticus, right? Leviticus chapter 24, verse 19 to 20. It says, If anyone injures his neighbor, okay, as he has done it, it shall be done... To him, as he has done it, it shall be done to him. Fracture for fracture, eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth, whatever injury he has given a person shall be given to him. So that is the Old Testament law. Um, um, if you sin, there must be a punishment of that sin. Let me tell you guys, sin has consequences. Okay? Sin has result. Sin must be punished. And this is the heart, this is the justice of God. He gave this law to the, to the Israelite because he has a purpose for it. Now, ang problema ani is kining a verse usually ginagamit, bisag sa tuwa karon sa Pilipinas, kining ginagamit as a reason for vengeance, di ba? As a reason for panimalos. Mayon sila, ay, ningon bitaw ang Bible, ginagamit pang Bible, okay? Kung naay mo against ako, ginagamit pang Bible, ningon sila, ningon bitaw ang Bible, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. Therefore, manimalus to pray, okay? And we use it, you use it as a vengeance. God 
let me tell you this. In the Old Testament, when He gave this law, ang intention ni God is wala niya encourage ang mga tao when He gave this law. Wala niya encourage ang mga tao to use this law for vengeance. In fact, lahi iya ang purpose ng law. Ang purpose niya ng law is so that justice must be served equally. In other words, ang purpose ng law is so that the purpose of this law? The purpose of the law of retribution is to exact equal equal retribution and to prevent vengeance from spinning out of control. Because sa unang mga panahon, ang mga tao, ingani, tribal sila. And sometimes, tribes against another tribe. Kung naiman buhat ang Osaka tribe, di ba? For example, ang members sa Osaka tribe, tribe... Uh, Si tribe A, tribe B nila, okay? Tribe A, okay? Ni ato si tribe A something, o niya, nangawat sa pikas ng tribe. Of course, ang na-insulto ang Osaka tribe, masa lang buhaton sa Osaka tribe, because it, this is a culture of honor and shame. If you do this something to me, I'm gonna do this something to you. So ang buhaton dyan nila, manimalus sila, okay? Usahay ang panimalus nila, ang vengeance nila, ay subra sa gibuhat sa pikas. Ang gibuhat sa pikas, nangawat ra siya o goat. Ang gibuhat nila, tanan goat, tanan cow, kay nagmanimalo sila, gipamatay. So, ningong sila, kung saan naman eh, gamay raman, goat raman, gikuwa. Ngayon, gipatay naman ni mo, tanan nga goat, o cow sa pikas nga tribe. So, there is out of control, di na control ang vengeance, ang justice. Do you get me? So, ang gibuhat ni God is that, if you have retribution, if you plan to have retribution, dapat na ay control, na ay limit. And that's why ningong si God, and I, for an eye. Not two eye. If one eye, one eye. Okay? Ayaw pasubra eh, because ang tendency, kung manimalos ka, pasubraan dyan mo, di ba? If there's one tooth nga nawala, kagisumbag ka, dapat kuwaon po niya mo ang one tooth. Not two tooth, not three, three tooths, okay? Not four tooths, okay? Just one. Eye for an eye, a tooth. It is limit, na limitation ng purpose. Because justice must be served. Therefore, ayaw pasubrahe. Eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth, a life for a life. For example, nakapatay si Suanso sa tribe, ayaw po din yung patyan na tanay niyong family because ang tendency sa kalagot, hindi na mabuha sa mga tao, di ba? Ay, kagipatay ninyo ako, ang exoon, kamutanan akong patyon. And sometimes this tribe will kill each other, I'm my goodness. Jesus said, if there's one life na lalagas, dapat one life, pray mong kwaon. A life for a life, a tooth for a tooth. So ang purpose ayan eh, is to exact justice so that equal ang retribution. It is never an encouragement for revenge. It's just to limit the revenge or the justice done. Are you with me? Are you with me? I'm so alone here, okay? Just help me. <laughs> now, na ako'y purpose ane, okay? Now, in Jesus' time, ang ibuhat ani sa panahon sa mga hodiyo, sa ka, ka Jesus nga time, is they use it as an excuse for revenge. And Jesus is teaching different. Because, of course, kinahalam mga kuta, na mga kuta, cry for justice, di ba? Kung naibad sa mga ikin, so ikaw ganahan po ka manimalus. E nga na mo, dili. E nga na mo, tindinsa nga na, I mean, ako na ako, tindinsa nga na, if you, if you say bad things to me, I say bad things to you. Okay? I think ako rin, nagsagula na, no? I feel like I'm alone. So typically, nga na, okay? Pag kabalo ka ninyo si Jesus, si Jesus na ninyo siya, okay, you have heard it was said, that you must exact vengeance. It's okay to have vengeance in the past, but as long as the vengeance, as long as justice is limited, an eye for an eye. You have heard it was said, but, and the problem is always the but, okay? Whenever Jesus is the but, it's hard. Because he said, you have heard it was said. Gets na nato ang purpose anang a law of retribution, right? Jesus said, but, and here's the but, okay? Jesus said, but, I say to you. Can you read it? Read it again. Do not resist the one who is evil. Now, the but is in contrast with the previous verse. The previous verse is, it's okay to have a vengeance as long as the vengeance is limited. An eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, right? Jesus, but I, it's but. In other words, it is a contrast of a previous idea. If you have, if you heard it was said, it is okay. Jesus, let me tell you, it's not okay. <laughs> it's like he's saying he's just contrasting everything. In fact, do not resist the one who is evil. Now, there's another version about that. Uh, this is English Standard Version. I want to show you um, 
contemporary English version. Are you ready? This is the exact meaning sa contemporary English version. Okay. The contemporary English version says, But I tell you, not to try to get even. Okay? Claro na? Not to try to get even with a person who has done something to you. In other words, ayopan Okay? If someone's if in the past it says, it's okay. Eye for an eye. Jesus said, no, it's not okay. In my kingdom, if you follow me, if you are a Christian, if you are my disciple, it's not okay to take a revenge. It's not okay to get an even. To prove that point, he gives four case scenario. And this four case scenario is so much fun, okay? Because it's so hard for us typically. And I want to explain this to you. He proved this. He explained this. Yeah, as my follower, do not take revenge. If you heard in the Old Testament, it's okay, I will tell you, it's not okay in my kingdom. Because he's creating a new kind of people. If you follow him. Okay? So here's the first case scenario. Case number one. If anyone slaps you in the right cheek, okay? And it's very common. Okay? If anyone slaps you on the right cheek, what did you do? Of course, you slap him back, right? You slap your sister, slap you back, okay? That's the typical human response. That's the typical vengeance, the law of retribution response. Uh, you slap me, I slap you. Jesus said, don't slap back. In fact, not only you should not take revenge, but you do more than not taking revenge. In fact, if you are slapping the right cheek, you must. And this is a very laughable joke at this time. When Jesus said this very shocking statement. Jesus said, if you are slapping the right cheek, you must offer the other cheek as well. In other words, don't just take revenge. In fact, offer it. In fact, to be honest, slapping someone in the face is a dishonorable thing because they are they are in a shame and honor culture. If someone slaps you, it means demeaning factor. In fact, Jesus says, never take a revenge. In fact, offer it. Can you do that? Are you ready to apply it? Okay. Case number two. Okay. Case number two. Okay. Not only you should take revenge, dapat pasubran ba nimo? Okay. Offer some the other cheek. Next. Case number two. About this is about na ay ni kaso sa imua ay nagkaso mo sa korte and kini nga kaso example ni Jesus is that wala niya gi-explain unsa hinungdan sa kaso he just create a scenario na ay kaso and tapos ang gipangayo aning kaso sa imua is something your inner clothes na sa unang panahon ang mga Jewish people nasa lay duha ka klase nga clothes okay na ay inner clothing and na ay outer clothing a robe Okay? Ang gipangayo ani kining person diri sa verse nga example ni Jesus is ang inner clothing. Okay? So ningon dia, if anyone would sue you in the court, atubangan sa judge and take your tunic, your inner clothing. Kay duha man ilang clothing, your inner clothing. Ningon si Jesus, ayo nag-fight. <laughs> this is very shocking, I'll be honest with you. Ayo nag-fight. If someone says, give me your inner clothing, Jesus said, don't resist the evil person. Do not fight. Do not take revenge. In fact, give him the robe as well. Kapalong sa na? It means, hubuatanan. And just give to this person. I can imagine the disciple in Jesus' days, may a question, Lord. That is just so hard. That's hard. I mean, who would do that? By human nature, kung kasuhan ka, may ka fight for your right, di ba? Kung kasuhan ko, kasuhan ba di ka? I will fight for my right. Jesus said, no. Someone asks you the inner clothing, give it. And give it even the outer robe. And sauna, the outer robe is a very expensive thing. Because sauna, ang, ang ginahabol po nila nga panahon, because wala pa ba fashion industry sauna, ang ginahabol po nila during night is, uh, is the outer robe. And Jesus said, give it. Give it. Don't fight. Give it. Because this is what it means to follow me. This is what it means to be my disciple. Next. Case number 
Case number three, ninyo si Jesus. If anyone forces you to go one mile, go with him two miles. So I want to explain something because this is cultural narrative. This is a cultural thing. Sa so unang magud, na ay mga injustices sa so unang panahon during Jesus' time. And the injustices is the injustice done by the Roman government. Na ay mga soldiers sa so unang panahon, gisakop pa ng mga hodiyo sa so unang, okay? So ang ginabuhat, kung na ay dalalon ang usa ka Roman soldier nga daggan kay nga bag, Ang buhaton niya is he will pick any Jew, any person mayon siya, dalhin niya ako ang bag. And go with me for a mile. Naasilay karapatan na because hisakop nila ang mga Jew. So ang uban, because you're abused ni, this is forced labor actually. Okay? Gabusahan ka. Murag, ga work ka sa usahin mong company o niya, dili na yung job description, gipatrabaho, pagkakasin mong mapil. Hindi naman ni parts ako ang job description. Uy, ganun gipa overtime pa mangkukuhani. Uy, akong sundo the same ra, di ba? This is like that. This is similar like that. A Roman soldier will give you something and you go for me in one mile. And nasa like, nasa like, na na. Roman soldier, Jesus said, do not resist that. If a soldier will abuse you and says, carry my bag, go with me for one mile. Jesus said, do not resist that. In fact, offer him. Mingan ka, one mile ra? Let me carry you. And Jesus said, let me carry you. In fact, volunteer. Kumbaga, implication and volunteer to carry the bag even for two miles. And let the soldier who forces you to labor you, let the soldier be shocked of your grace. Let the soldier be shocked of your behavior because no one behaves like that. I mean, sa unang panahon, kung gi-abuse ka, gabagulbo juga, gakiri makasabag, pero gakomplain ka. Someday I'm gonna kill you, okay? Narazuke bagulbulana, narazuke complaining, ana. But Jesus is never, never murmur, never complain. Do it heartily, do it gladly. In fact, carry it double the mile. So this is what it means. Do not just take revenge, do something good for the person that mistreats you. Three na to, no? The last one. Are you ready to apply? Are you ready to follow Jesus? Okay. And this is the point in the in the Christianity that kining of mga verses ginatago ni Isaiah sa mga churches because this is not really politically correct. Kalabmanan ginapreach sa kalagmina mga churches no kaya prosperity and blah 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 like this. Okay. Never never preach the hard saying of Jesus. This is what it means sometimes to follow Jesus. This last case scenario. Verse 14, Jesus. Can we read it? Read it again. Give to the one who begs from you. Do not refuse the one who would borrow from you. So this is a case scenario. If there is anyone, now ayon nagamit ni Nioha as mingan ka. This is the reason, Pastor Mark. Whenever mo borrow ko, dili na zuko manguli o kwarta. Kaya niyong masis Jesus dia, okay? Now, kung mo borrow na dili pati uli, no? Gagamit pa og verse. Dili na mo ibabasabot ana. Ayaw tao na gamit ang verse, kamang hulam ka de, paguman niyon, ako ana ni din na ko iuli. Kaya ninyo ninyo diyan sa man. Ninyo niya, do not refuse the one who would borrow from you, okay? Meaning, ayaw na ko paningla. Apply the verse, okay? Dili ni mo gamit ang anaha because this is a wrong context. Ang butpasabot ani ni Jesus is that, if you're a follower of me, if you follow me, instead of taking revenge, Instead of retaliation to the people who mistreat you, let me tell you, do not retaliate. In fact, do something gracious, do something generous beyond the expectation of the person who abused you and mistreat you. That's what it means. It's not enough not to take revenge. You must do good to someone who mistreat you. That is radical and shocking my friend okay that is the summary don't just don't take revenge at all do something good for them it's not enough not to take not to say you must do good to the person who does something harm to you so application nato is this namin mga kaway di ba I mean, obvious kaya application nato dili na ko maghatag di kayo practical application no kung na may mga kaway na may insulto sa inyo na ay bully sa inyo na ay mistreat sa inyo so of course ang practical application nato ani is that kung na something ga harm sa mo na something ga backbite sa mo don't backbite them back in fact bless them pray for them rejoice sa iyo na ato 
can I ask you a question before I kind of create a principle out of this? Is this easy? Or is this radical? Radical meaning this is this is not normal. Okay? Pwede mo mutubag na joke. Okay, Bible study rin dito ni Gamay Maria a little bit. Dili medyo ni formal yung sermon is like... Is it hard? Is it doable? Or si Jesus baga teach ato ako something, a virtue, a morality, or an ethic that is beyond what we can do. Can we do it? Is it practical? Is it doable? Or Jesus is giving us something that mayroon is impossible. Is it doable? Can you can say it to me? Is it? It's doable. Because whenever God commands you to do something, He gives you the power to do that. He will never leave you to do that on your own. He will give you the power to do that. And let me show you the power to do it later on. But tonight, let me tell you, it is. And the reason we react in these statements in a negative way, we're going to be a good person. 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 I mean, we're going to be a good person. I mean, we're going to be a good person. I mean, kung kawatan ka, or ikwaon ni mo ang sa kaklode, ihatag po ni mo. Di ba? Ano yun ka nga? Kung batuhon ka, batuhon po ni mo, tinapay, ayaw rin sulod sa grapon, di ba? Ang pagbato ni mo. Or something like that, you know? I mean, lisudan eh, oi. And the reason we react, I want to explain this, okay? Because kabalo ko, kabalo mo ane sa application. And dili ka dapat manimalus, okay? Mara mo dyan ay application ane. Dili ka dapat vengeful. Wala ka dapat retaliative ng spirit. Kung mumangnay something bad against you, dili ka dapat manimalus. Mara mo dyan ay practical example ane. But I want to give something sa tuwa because when you hear this, naajay defense mechanism da. I mean, lisudan na. Oi, radical kay na. Lisud kay na. And the reason we react is because we believe a lie. Okay? The reason we react in the teaching of Jesus like this, mga grabe po kayo na, is because we believe a lie. And here's the lie that we believe. We believe a lie that to be human is to respond evil with evil and hate with hate. It's the lie we believe. Let me explain that, okay? Most people believe that kay tao rata, if someone does evil against you, you respond evil. That's the human way. Right? Right? That's a lie. That's not true. That's not the way to be a human. Okay? The Bible says that is not the way to be a human. That's the way of an animal. An animal responds evil with evil, hate with hate. To be a human is not that. That is the behavior of an animal. Uh, Ang aso kung pa ako ng ang aso ang aso mo balik puna. That's the animal behavior. And the reason we behave like that is because we live in a world of sin and feeling na normal na to be selfish, feeling na normal na to take vengeance, normal na to respond evil with evil, hate with hate. Jesus is there is not normal. Because God never created us to be selfish. God never created us to be like that. That is not the way to be human. Let me tell you, the moment sin enters the world, we become less than human. And because we live in a world that says it's normal to respond hate with hate, we think it's normal. Jesus is not normal. Not. It's like a fish. fish. The fish would say, "Why is it too big?" Kamalok ang ganang fish din yung madescribe ang too big because the fish lives all his life in the water and he never distinguishes what's water because he lives in the water, right? You as a human beings will live in sin and self-centeredness and selfishness and hate with hate. We respond in a world like that. Man, God, this is so radical, Lord. I mean respond evil with love and respond evil with like that that is radical because we're like a fish living in a water we never know what's the difference anymore and someone says to us and invite us into a new way of living Minka, wow it's radical this is a lie so I have the mita ng rasuna kung kristuhanin ka hindi ka kristuhanin na ajo kay rasunan okay if you're a Christian you are been made new this should not be the reason Minka, what tao ramanta you're not to be human is not to respond evil with evil. And Jesus showed us, Jesus came into this world to show us how to be human. Because Jesus is the perfect example of what it means to be a human being. 
we are less than human beings because of our sin. Because the image of God was broken. We become self-centered, self-sufficient, and it's all about ourselves, di ba? Napagita word arong generation is the selfie generation, right? It's a less human thing. It's not. That's not the way God wants us to live our life. And so Jesus came and inviting us, and He's inviting us how to be human again. And when He gave these words, respond, do not respond evil with evil. It is an invitation on how to be human once again. Not to be an animalistic kind of person. Because let me tell you, can you change the world by responding evil by evil? You cannot change the world by responding evil hate with hate. You never change a world like that. So Jesus came to show us what it means to be human once again. Okay? And maybe you are asking this question. Do the follower of Jesus, the early Christian, the first generation Christian, do they apply this? Silang kinabuhi? Or para po nato ang radical kayo ni kaman ni Jesus? Or nakagets sila sa point ani nga invitation ni Jesus? Do the early Christians in the Bible, do the first follower of Christ get this truth? Live this truth in their life? Let me tell you, they live it. Because one guy, one author, right, one apostle writes something that is somehow connected with the teaching of Jesus, this teaching of Jesus, and he writes in Romans, the apostle Paul writes something, I want to show you, okay? They live this out. Wala sila na nga, kinidigway, basig metaphor na, basig dilit na, literal, basig picture na, okay? They live this out. It's not a metaphor, they live this out in their life. And that's why nangyong si Paul sa Romans chapter 12. Do not repay anyone evil for evil, okay? Claro dilit. Do not take vengeance. Do not repay evil for evil, okay? Someone abuse you, do not fight back. Do not repay evil for evil. Someone malign you, do not fight back. Do not repay evil for evil. Why? Do not take revenge, my dear friends. But leave room for God's wrath. God is just. God is the one who will avenge you. You don't have to avenge yourself. You don't have to be avenger. God is the avenger. Amen? Okay? You don't have to avengers. You don't have to defend. You don't have to fight back. God will fight for you and He doesn't need your help. Okay? Okay? Next. Verse 20. Siya. On the contrary, dilira enough, dilika mani malus. Dilira enough, dilika muratel, dilika maratel. It's not enough. You must do this. Siya. On the contrary, siya. if your enemy is hungry, and sa Feed them. Ayarabutang yung poison, okay? Feed him. If you're, if he is thirsty, give him something to drink. And in doing this, here's the reason. In doing this, you will. No, 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 no. Balik, 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 balik. You will heap burning coals on his head. Verse 21. Because do not overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. How do you overcome evil? Good. You do not overcome evil by evil. You do not overcome hate by hate. Never. Can you change the world? By hate? By violence? No. Jesus said, I'm, I'm going to change the world. Let me tell you, you and I are evil. You and I are the enemy of God. But in, instead of God punishing us, He came. He became a man. And instead of punishing us, He punished His Son in behalf of us. In fact, God is saying, you are so evil. But let me tell you how I will overcome the evilness inside your heart. I'm going to put all the evil in my son. I'm going to put all the evil in the world in Jesus. So that through the evil punishment of the cross, you might become my friends once again. And he overcome evil by good, by doing good on the cross. That is how God is. And the reason Jesus is inviting us, He doesn't respond evil with evil, He responds evil with good. And because He responds to us with good, we are changed. So Jesus is inviting us a new way to be human. That if someone does bad for you, you respond good, not bad. Because that is the way to be a human being. That is a way to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. Because when you understand the cross, you can change. If you don't understand the cross, you will not respond to be doing that, to be honest. The cross is the exact message that tells you, do not respond evil by evil. 
respond evil with God because on the cross, you remind yourself that you are the evil one. And yet God does not respond evil by evil towards you. In fact, He responds by doing good something for you. Let me read this something. When Jesus said, Kung sampalungon ka, do not respond. Sampalungbod. In fact, open your other cheek. Kabalo ka, iya po Because when he was arrested, he was abused, gikulata siya, gitorture siya, sobra pa sa sampalong iyahang na-receive. Kabalo ka, anong na-receive niya na? It's because it's for you and I. Kita dapat ang sampalungon, pero siya ng sampalong para sa tuwa. And again, Jesus, if you are forced to labor, to carry a bag with someone, carry it gladly. When he carried the cross, he carried the cross gladly for you. When he died on the cross for you, and he carried the cross, wala siya nagbagulbog, bali po nagbugatan sa laal ng mga tao, and I need to die on the cross for them. He gladly, willingly died on the cross for our sin, rejoicingly and willingly died for you and me. And Jesus says, because I'm willing to die on the cross, and I carry all your sin on the cross for me. Now, when someone forces you to carry something, do not refuse because I myself did not refuse to carry your sin on the cross. What's my point when I say that? My point is this. Kinitanan nga direction ni Jesus, dili ni makamake sense ato unless we understand the gospel. It doesn't make sense. I mean, respond evil with good, it doesn't make sense unless you understand the cross. Because the cross always teaches you that's how God overcome the evil by doing good us. Unless the gospel penetrates your heart, you will not do this. So here's the key to applying this in our life. You must continue to understand. You must remind yourself the gospel. If someone in your life insult you and may you respond, you need to pause and say, you know what, I don't have to respond to that. You know why? Because Jesus carried all the insults I have done for Him. Because whenever I sin, I sin against Him. And Jesus never punished me for that. In fact, He absorbed that punishment for me. Why would I respond to that person, for my boss, for my friends, when Jesus never responded towards me like that? See, the more you understand the Gospel, the more you can apply this. If dilini mo apply is because you never believe in the Gospel. You never, you never believe of the love of Jesus Christ in your life. If you are so filled with love, there is no room for hate. If you are so filled with the love of the Savior, you, you don't have time to make a vengeance because you believe that God is the ultimate avenger. Someone bad-mouthed you, if someone destroyed your reputation, if someone, whatever that someone in your life, do not retaliate. Allow God. Surrender it to God. And just trust the Lord. And just look at the gospel. Just look at the cross. Lord, I am evil. But you died in the evilness of my heart. You died for me and you love me. And I trust in that love to respond rightly to the evil things in my life. Trust in the love of God. Trust in the gospel of Jesus Christ. Come to the cross. And remind yourself that you are the evil one, that Christ died. Because you have been forgiven, forgive the people that say bad things against you. So, our prayer as a church is, we talk about this and this is hard. My prayer is that we allow the gospel to penetrate in our life, to change our heart so that we become truly salt and light in the world around us. So that makaingon ang mga tao sa tuwang, anong lahir religi ka binuangan ka na mo, diligyo ka man I mean, everyone says evil against you. You don't fight them back. In fact, you do good things. You pray for them. You bless them. It's not because you're good. You just, one word. Jesus Christ. Jesus changed my life. And that is real Christianity out there. 
So our prayer nato is that we we understood the gospel more, because only the gospel can transform our heart. Only when we look up the cross, it can change our heart. So come, let's come to the, together in prayer. Father God, I just want to pray tonight for some of us here that is, is that is struggling in some area of our life because this is hard. In one way, in human perspective, Lord, this is Jugayan is Ama because our heart is full of pride. Our heart is full of self. But thank you for reminding us the gospel that in our pride you respond humility. In our thirst for vengeance, you died for us on the cross. You absorb all the sin on the cross for us. Father God, I pray ang gospel dili rakutub sa mga una but it will impact to the deepest part of our hearts. And believing of the gospel may change me, Lord, from the inside out. Our own prayer for some of us, maybe we're struggling something, we of some people. I pray that you give them the forgiveness, the power to forgive the people that mistreated them not on their own way of just trying exerting effort to forgive but but running towards you Lord because only you can give us the strength to forgive the strength not to take vengeance but to do good to those who do evil against us to bless those who don't who curse us Father, I pray that Christianity will be real among life. The gospel will be real among life. Give us the strength and the wisdom to respond in the way that you want us to respond. Enable us to look up the, upon the cross. Enable us to apply this in our life by believing on the grace and the power and the radical picture of the cross of Jesus Christ for us. I just want to surrender everything into loving hand, God. And my prayer throughout this series is that you would continue to transform our heart from the inside out. That you will not be the same people that just act typically in responding things like this. Enable us to transform our response. Enable us to surrender everything to you. In Jesus' name I pray. All God's people said, Amen. Can we just stand and just ask the Lord through this song, just pray that the Lord will continue to transform our hearts.